what was Moses Malone being traded to the 76ers with Dr. J? Because even though he won MVP and he was unanimous MVP, to me, I still don't think of Stephen Curry as like top five in the NBA. It's the future. Down and distance. We are back. The final session of this Down and Distance podcast that was spawned by the announcement at about 10 a.m. Central this morning on the Players' Tribune that Kevin Durant would be leaving the Oklahoma City Thunder and joining forces with Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson in Golden State. Very interesting. We've already talked to Jared Payton and got his view on the relationship and players moving and the power that they should have and understanding the business and branding. We talked about branding and the effect of this move on one Steph Curry and his legacy moving forward with Jerry West asking him to come in and be the closer with Xavier Pope. And then we talked X's and O's and responses by the rest of the players around the NBA with Brian Crawford from slam magazine now i bring in my guy my big brother all the way from the east coast first of all how how do they get down with independence day on the east coast in comparison to chicago bro well it's raining right now so <laughs> hey you know ain't nobody doing too much to nothing it's supposed to rain all day so but you know it's you know it's the dc area so you know you got all the pomp and circumstance and everything so you, you can't you can't celebrate um the fourth of july um, like Washington, D.C., because it's the nation's capital. J.R. Bang, the online editor for Interactive One, St. Louis and Dallas Markets, and also in D.C., man. This guy also is the creator of The What that can be found over at uh, Mutt Wing, right? Mutt Wing TV? Yeah, TV. Y'all go ahead and check that out. Let me know what you think. Check it out. So I brought J.R. Bang on to talk about the social media aspect. And the responses we're seeing from people about this Kevin Durant thing. A lot of people are upset. He has become a heel. He has become a villain of the NBA. Is this good business for the NBA in the long run? It's great business for the NBA. None of, like, you, it's, it's the social media era. I, and so, with that being said, you're going to hear more about smaller market teams, bigger market teams. You're going to see everything on TV every day. You're going to see here everybody in their hot take. So this is going to be popping for at least another day or two. And for the NBA, this is big business because, as we know, when it comes to the NFL, the NFL normally rules the day. We're about a month away from training camp starting. So normally you'll start hearing rumblings about the NFL again. But the NBA owns um, they're owning their offseason, so to speak, and they're they're kind of pushing away the NFL and continuing the headlines. So this is definitely a big deal for the NBA socially. It's an amazing time to be alive if you're a social media manager for the NBA. If I gave you $500, I flew to you to Vegas, and I put you in Caesars, and I said I want you to put some money down on the odds and chances of Russell Westbrook averaging a triple-double next year, how much would you put down? He's not averaging no triple double. <laughs> How I mean, I don't expect him to be with Oklahoma City when the season starts. Really, you think a so, trade is on the horizon? I said when when the word came down yesterday, when when the word started to leak out from the West Coast that this was actually going down, I said that the smart money for Boston is to stop playing with the whole KD thing 
and ask for Russell Westbrook because it only makes sense because you need a superstar. And I do believe Russell Westbrook without Kevin Durant is still one of the best players in the NBA. So you have to take that chance and you have the ammunition to do so. What's the Twitter anger, the social media anger? What does it have to do with anything moving forward as far as the success of the Golden State Warriors? Will it drive them? Because they were driven because a lot of people disrespected them winning the championship because Cleveland was hurt. This year, they were the ones hurt, and they ended up losing to Cleveland. It's possible that we get the rubber match come June next year. Will they use all this anger on social media to kind of build the fire within them and say, you know what, let's go out and put another assault on 73 wins and win 75, 76, 77. Let's just dominate. If you have to use, if you have to use fire – when you have Kevin Durant, Come on, you know it's a Thompson. different, you know it's a different breed of NBA player. No, though. I know. I'm, I'm just saying, if you have to use social media and you have two of, I, I'm not gonna say I say it like because I don't want to ruffle no feathers because even though he won MVP and he was unanimous MVP, to me, I still don't think of Stephen Curry as like top five in the NBA. He's still on the outside looking in. Really? That, anybody? Yes, if you wow. any anybody want to get mad at me about that, who are you putting above? Me Give me the five players you're putting above Steph right now. Oh, KD would would be in front of Steph, and we're going to see it this year when Steph takes that step back. I think LeBron is ahead of him. I think Russ is ahead of him, mm. and that's th- that's that's three in itself. Now I he mean, got outplayed by Kyrie in the finals. Yeah, he got cut, and that's that's another reason why I'm not ready to put him there yet because he got outplayed by Kyrie Irving in the finals. He really got outplayed by a couple of people, you know what I'm saying? And but let's let's keep away from the top five. I'm gonna go on a different angle for you real quick. This is where the social media angle. This is why I'm like, yeah, they're not gonna use this because they have the best team. It's like period. They don't need that because they've already went 73 and 9. What more can you go? 74 and 8, 80 and 2. You know, that's they have to win a title. And I think they're going to play the season differently this season that they did last season to get everybody tired. You want to make sure everybody's got, you know, breathing room or whatever. What the problem is with social media is social media makes you have selected memory when it comes to the way the NBA is handled. And you've heard me have this conversation. You've heard me talk about this. We've had this conversation before. There's now, since 1982, been only 10 teams to win an NBA championship. All right? Only 10. or I think 10 or 11. Let's feel like that. I think it's 10, though. Because you have Philly since 82. You have Philly. You have L.A. You have Boston. You have Detroit. You have Chicago. You have Houston. You have Dallas, you have San Antonio, you have Miami. Um, now you have, now you, yeah, 11. So Golden State and um, now Cleveland who won their first title. And the selected memory is now that Kevin Durant is on Golden State, it's the whole, they have super teams. Well, what was the, what was Moses Malone being traded to or signing to, to, to the 76ers with Dr. J? He was a, former NBA MVP and considered one of the top five players in 1982. And he went to a team who went and played a team with the um, the L.A. Lakers in the finals and lost 4-0, and they ended up beating them. 
what was the L.A. Lakers and Boston Celtics. There was the two super teams going against each other almost every year. What did Houston try to do in the 80s when they drafted Ralph Sampson in 83 and Akeem Olajuwon in 84? Two number one picks back-to-back, and they yeah. end up going to the finals, end up losing to the Boston Celtics. But every team who wins a NBA championship, for the exception of the Dallas Mavericks, I will say the two, the two Celtics, I mean, excuse me, the two Detroit teams who won titles, which is the Chauncey Billups one and the Isaiah Thomas one, those were not super teams. The Dallas Mavericks team wasn't a super team. But everybody else has three stars at least on their team and other players like Michael Cooper and, and, and others who are great role players, all-time defenders who will never get their just due because they was playing with all the famous. Social media is not going to let you know that. They're not going to let you understand that because we're in the day of the hot take. So all of those conversations are going to go out the way because you got to get your 140 characters off, and that's not going to be – that's not going to sound cool. What's going to sound cool is to say, I hate this super team, this and that, why he got a team up with the team. Because somebody on my Facebook page just said – you know, that the teams that I named wasn't super teams. And I challenge anybody to tell me um, why Moses Malone, as a former MVP in 1982, teaming up with Maurice Cheeks, Dr. J, and that Philadelphia 76ers team who had already went to a finals was not a super team. Man, social media is out here. <laughs> Mac Wild in the day. They playing a the theme song like we did it in the 90s comparing KD to Michael Jordan and what Michael Jordan would never do. We had this discussion yesterday. The only difference that I see, the only difference, and you brought it up as well, most people forget that Michael Jordan flirted with the New York Knicks to spite the Chicago Bulls because they didn't want to pay him the $30 million. So moving forward, how do you respond to people that continue to spawn or come with this same argument of the 90s, the 90s, the 90s, when it's a different age and a different breed of ball player? As Dwayne Wade said on Twitter today, relationships are important, people. You can't because when you put your thoughts out on social media and you are more more fans now are putting their thoughts on social media without studying the game. They're not understanding that Magic Johnson after, I believe it was Ricky Year, signed a 25-year, $25 million contract. So he got a million a year from the Lakers to like 2003. So he wasn't going anywhere unless somebody traded him. They're not understanding that, yes, you know, Patrick Ewing could have won a NBA title if he left the um, New York Knicks. He could have done that. However, would you rather leave the Knicks to go to another team or because the Bulls can afford them? Or would you rather go to or why would you rather stay in New York and be the big fish in the big pond, the biggest player in the number one media market. They're not looking at somebody like Dominique Wilkins who has to make the choice of staying in Atlanta where he is the man or, you know, going to another team. I mean, it's just my opinion, but, I mean, it kind of shows because these teams was ringed up on these long contracts. They're not understanding that Michael Jordan and company fought for this, but they're not also understanding that when the lockout happened, Michael Jordan was leading the owners for a hard line cap, and he didn't want things like this to take place. So he tried to institute the 7% tax to keep these players from not being able to go to a super team or build a team so it can be a superstar on every team. 
they're not going to do that. They're not going to study that. They're just going to be like, yo, I don't like this, or they like it, and they're not even going to understand why. But when Kevin Durant wins that title, if he wins two, if he wins three, we're not going to even think about this, especially in the social media day in which we're here today and we're gone tomorrow. The social media brand of Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and the Golden State Warriors if they don't win the NBA championship. <sighs> the social media brand, you know what? I, I don't really believe that Kevin Durant really has a social media brand. He doesn't necessarily tweet as much as he used to. But just the overall brands. Let's take it to the but overall it, brands. If they don't win. Uh, okay. It takes a hit. Mm. Of course it takes a hit. But I, I'll say this, and, and this is just me taking a step back. Kevin Durant will take a hit, but Steph Curry will have a bigger hit than Kevin Durant. Mm. And the only reason why is because still to this day, we still know Kevin Durant is the player to want to ball. That's it. So will, even, will Kevin Durant even care about this? He probably have somebody write an article for him or he write it on the Players' Tribune and he call it a day. But Steph is still the one we see on the most commercials. We still see Riley Curry more than we see any other kid in the NBA. We're still going to see Steph Curry all day long. And he was the person who was the unanimous MVP. I mean, it's the press's fault for making that happen, but it is what it is. He's the person that's going to be the one that's in the limelight. And it's still, to his day, his team. So this is different than Bron leaving because Bron is by far and away not only the biggest player in the NBA, he's probably top three sports players in the world, and the other two are soccer players. So, I mean, I mean the world is going to care about those two people, but, yeah. you know, a lot of people, you know, we're not going to care. So he's number one in our book. Kevin Durant is not that. He's just that person we know that just loves the ball. Steph Curry is the one that's still going to feel the heat because he's the unanimous MVP who lost the NBA championship after going 73-9. The Curry household, I wonder if their Wi-Fi got changed or taken out because I'm still waiting on the uh, NBA is rigged tweet from Aisha Curry. She should be tweeting now yes. since the league is rigged. Right. So who I mean, rigged absolutely. this up? Who rigged this up? It's crazy. Like, who rigged this together? My guy, J.R. Bang. Follow him on Twitter, at J.R. Bang, J.R. Davis on Facebook. What you got coming up on the what, man? Man, we're trying to figure it out, man. I'm supposed to be coming home. But, um, I mean, actually, I do have it. What we're going to be doing is uh, we want to get it out for, um, for Black Music Month, but we didn't have enough time. But we all know Fife had passed um, earlier this year. So we're going to be actually putting out one of the features of him talking about a tribe called Quest in memory of Fife. So be checking that out very soon. Shouts out to my man Leon at Mudwing Media. If he hears this, he's probably going to be like, oh, man, he put the pressure on me. Well, you know, I'm just messing with him with that thing. So, yeah, that's what we got going on. Also, um, check out my man Cam at BehindTheRhyme.com. He got some lot of stuff going on, and we're going to be cooking up some things, too. Definitely, man. J.R. Bang, once again, go follow him right now at J.R. Bang. Thanks for joining us, man. Tell Trey, Mimi, A. Hey, Trey's shot right there, the little lefty, looking nice, looking nice. Hey, man, I'm trying to get him ready for the 2000, what, 2042 draft? draft. <laughs> trying to get him ready for the 2042 draft, get everything popping on that end so, you know, I can be the old 50-year-old dude that's slapping hands at the virtual draft <laughs> in the NBA because it's probably going to be like a virtual draft or whatever. Absolutely. We appreciate you, fam. All right. All right.